Shashan from St. Xavier's College, Mumbai. I really like eating and listening to music. I like the way you put that. I also like eating. So we'll be good friends. Um, so uh, I don't know whether you've been having a look at the podcast uh, that we've been doing so far. Uh, but uh, the topic of the day that I've selected uh, to discuss with both of you starts with a story that I have. Uh, when I was uh, very young and trying to get my driving license, uh, th- there used to be this idea of agents. So you hired an agent who would get the license for you, uh, irrespective of whether you pass the test or not uh, during those days. And uh, it was a big deal for me to go out and um, get it without the agent. So I went, I passed the test and I got my license. This is episode one of that story. Then after many years, I lost my license in some place and I had to get uh, a replacement. But uh, I was afraid of the bureaucracy making me run around. So I called up a friend who knew somebody in the RTO and uh, he gave me a letter to go and meet his friend so that I could get it easily. when I thought of this topic that I'm going to discuss with you, uh, which is, is morality impractical? Okay, or are moral values practical in today's times? That is the topic I am looking at. So uh, this story came to mind because uh, when I was six, 18 years old, Uh, 16 or 18, whatever uh, in those days was the time when I could get my license officially. Uh, I was very clear that I wanted to get it without an agent. But as I grew and in 10 years, suddenly the fear of bureaucracy or my own fears of uh, whatever the issue might have been at that point made me opt for what I would see now as a shortcut. Now, both episodes have happened around a long time back. So when I look back at it, I was wondering and I realized. uh, So my first question to you, Arush, is do you feel fear in living up to your moral values? Or is there any doubt or what are the issues that you personally face on a practical level? Uh, My firm belief, firstly, is that moral values are something that's very subjective and can change over time depending on uh, what your life experiences are. So I firmly believe that, yes, I am sometimes scared uh, to do certain things uh, which uh, I must do to live up to my moral values. But I think if we are able to face that fear and if we are able to do that particular task which we are initially scared to do, then that's what results in growth. When we overcome our fear and we live up to our own expectations, our own moral values, that's when I believe we grow as a person. Okay. So, uh, Anand, taking uh, from what Arush has just said, is it, can we demarcate where the where the fear comes from is it the incident itself or the event or the thing that we are supposed to do or is it the fear of something else altogether 
is it generic or is it specific to certain things uh for me i'd say personally i believe it's specific to certain things because uh if you are to stand up for your morals in a situation where what you believe in may not be generally accepted by those you are trying to uh counter that induces a situation of fear but if it's a healthy environment where you have the support of uh, the people around you in terms of espousing your morals then i don't think fear is elicited so i think a culture or a culture of uh, liberalism and of consensus on on morality or on a healthy a basis of agreeing to disagree is where i think fear is minimized uh okay arush i will i will uh, penetrate this a little more with a thought that is running in my head so both of you have kind of said about consensus and stuff like that but uh, is truth negotiable say for example let's let's get down to one specific example it's a hypothetical example say you are in the examination hall and uh, you do not know the particular subject or the question that is in front of you you have a chance to uh, copy from the guy next to you or girl next to you whoever is sitting along with you uh, and you do get a chance like you know you're not going to get caught so what you do can that not be irrespective of time so what you do in your time today or what we did in our time or what anand did uh, a little earlier than now would that not be the same truth where is the negotiation part how what consensus do you want i would say that um truth is some okay so i have always believed that when we are looking at the truth when we are looking at what exactly happened in the situation there are two ways or two perspectives to look at it one perspective is the truth that i believe is what actually happened so if you are looking at a particular event what i believe is the truth may be different from what anand believes is the truth and it may be different from what you would believe is the truth and uh the second perspective is the absolute truth what actually happened in that particular situation which uh some people may believe or may not believe so uh and once your question is truth negotiable it's hard to say i really can't come up with a clear cut answer in this case so let's stick to the example so is copying good or bad uh, for the person involved is uh, where is the question of negotiation or perspective change it is unless uh, my school principal used to say that uh, if you are going to become a lawyer copying is good because they will give you the books in the examination itself you got to know where the particular law or uh, whatever you want to quote in the uh, court of law you ought to know where it is so copying is good there but i used to think that was playing with words uh, honesty is trying to uh, 
gauge one's potential in the examination uh, depending upon what you're doing so how do you uh, my question is pertaining to this specific event for example would it be easier for you to then answer the question yeah so taking our example of copying in an exam now this is a very uh, situational example if i have not really prepared for this exam and i get an opportunity to copy then i might as well do it because uh, most people say that you're supposed to work hard in order to achieve what your goals are but i believe it's more important to kind of work smart as well look at what benefits you the most so now i'm not trying to say that copying is a good thing but uh, through this example i just wanted to put out the fact that if you um work smart instead of working hard then things might be a little more easier for you and okay. yeah i think in this case for you as a person as an individual it could be justified but um if you are looking at say the if you are considering what the principal or the teacher may think about you copying then it is wrong so that's when that's where the concept of uh, moral values are subjective comes in okay so anand i want to push this a little forward from a, in a different manner so suppose uh, a student decides to copy okay right now we are sticking to the uh, whether the exam system is right or wrong or the way we perceive education in our countries uh, obviously there it's a big topic by itself and there are a lot of uh, lot of pros and cons about how it is done but keeping that aside so for example here is a person who copies who gets away with it and gets good marks uh maybe found uh, uh, an ideal way to copy without getting caught now beyond a point do you think it also weakens the mind in terms of preparation for the uh, exams that are going to come next and as it is they will some or the other thing will keep coming at some point you got to take personal responsibility for whatever you decided to study for example in this case so do you think it weakens the mind is that a way to look at it rather than look at it uh, in a way that he said that the principal or the teacher or vice principal would look down upon you for copying or even saying this but i am saying much more than that uh, while it is right or wrong in the immediate circumstance or the uh, or the peer pressure or other things what about the mind which is actually the most important place where we got to focus i think they are uh, this is attempting to address two different aspects because if i uh, do resort to copying once it may not necessarily mean i am inclined to keep on repeating it okay so in, uh, de- definitely if you do keep on repeating it uh, it is uh, it does weaken the resolve of the mind in terms of not being exposed to a situation where you have to prepare with limited time uh, read through a large uh, section of material and essentially understand it enough to give an answer so you there and that also weakens the resolve of the mind because you need to acknowledge that there will not always be opportunities for you to conveniently implement uh, your copying 
uh, funda or whatever that you that's been working for so long. So again, it's in terms of short term and the immediate exam if, uh, that I am going to attempt versus long term if I am to look at all the other exams and tests, evaluations and everything else that will come up in life with college and work and everything else. So, um, Arush, how do you personally look at, say you, uh, if, if it was you who were in this situation and you've landed up doing it successfully once, uh, what is the mindset that you carry home? Say, uh, now I have another question for it. Suppose you really top the exam in that particular exam. Okay. And you are the, uh, you are being felicitated or you are being talked about as the, the scholar of the class or stuff like that. Uh, do you think it's going to hurt you when you are in private thinking about it, Kish? Or are you going to think that you were smart like the word that you used? I'm sure you used it in terms of how our peers use it these days. So, uh, what so, would be my state? So, yes, I agree that, okay, taking this example, I would agree that copying is wrong, as I previously said, but uh, let's consider a situation where I talked. I would accept the result what I got, but I think it is uh, important as a person to introspect and look at what you have done. And uh, you need to really think about how it did it really, uh, you know, how can I put this? Did it really. Uh, I don't know how to put this. Did it really uh, live up to your values or your morals? So I believe that you don't really need a person to tell you that this was wrong because you obviously know it was. But I think if you don't want to keep repeating this habit, then I think the uh, habit of introspecting and looking at what you have done and uh, learning from it is something that's very important. Okay, um, my uh, thought process about this, uh, to continue this point further, shall we go back to the point where the copying is actually being done? Okay, as a, uh, because we got a good example and uh, since you are in the age group where exams and these things are relevant, so we'll stick to this for now till we find a better one. But you are, you are there, you are doing that, uh, you're giving that paper and you do not know that particular question or that paper or a particular set of questions that you know. Now, is it possible to develop a mindset of making things smaller in our head before these kind of events occur? Because if we are putting pressure that somehow I have got to pass this, Somehow I got to get the right answer and uh, whether it is passing the exam or uh, or removing the fear of failure or peer pressure that, oh, you don't know such a simple question or whatever, those kind of things. If all of that is considered beforehand, while we're, because a lot of emphasis is placed on the subjects and knowing the subjects and mugging them and uh, is writing the or quoting the right answer most of the time. There's too much of emphasis on being right in terms of textbook sense of right. But life is far more dynamic. So uh, to 
to put the perspective thing that you were trying to say your friends would say are smart yaar man you got a chance and you did it wonderful they wouldn't care too much a few of them uh, your teachers would think otherwise so the subjectivity comes according to the kind of people that you are with in that moment but i'm saying if we were to focus on that on that part when you are copying actually it is fear uh, like my fear of going uh, and taking a letter to that bureaucrat who helped me get my license again i never tried to go back and just say ki let me try uh, the normal way of doing things i didn't try it whereas the first time i actually did that the same fear was there i just went the society i told me oh people are like this without agent you are not going to get and i got overwhelmed by the whole thing i never decided to let my experience teach me something at least once i am saying in terms of so what if i do not answer this question right now is there a way uh, anand because of your little experience of having given more exams than uh, arush at this point of time is there a way to train the mind beforehand to think independently and be out of that peer pressure of trying to perform and be right and up to it 